0: Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is master who you are first. Well, I've got an email here from a guy who's read my book about eight times. He says he says he's also watched about 300 videos, and he first found out about my work after he got out of a, as he says, a really shitty relationship where he was acting like a beta male. And what's interesting about these emails, this guy's made a lot of progress. He's dating two different women right now and both of them he's been dating for about two months and one of them he really likes but something came up unexpectedly with – it sounds like there's some kind of sexual harassment going on between her and her boss and things seem to be sailing along great until this shit started happening. She broke a date recently and she's kind of backing away but she still calls him all the time. He's wondering – What do I do? Do I need to be there more for her? Because obviously it's really causing her a lot of stress what she's going through. But keep in mind this is a guy who's a recovering beta male. So it's like the further you get into a relationship, the more you're going to struggle with those things and that's why life just tends to bring you the perfect people so you can deal with these things and i was i was also last night i was watching the recent documentary that just came out that spike lee did on michael jackson and i picked up a couple really great quotes that are on the topic of what this video was about and you can just see that one of them is from michael jackson from like 1979 something he wrote you can just feel it it was like that transition from where he was transitioning from being like a childhood you know the songs abc Transition from that into manhood and his focus. How he really got refocused on his purpose and his mission in life. And like when I heard it, I had I just had to write down that quote. I wanted to share it with you guys. And I got another one from uh, verdine White, who's the bassist of Earth, Wind, and Fire, also a band that was like really huge in the 1970s. So I have a quote that I wrote, and I'm going to go through these other two quotes. One by Michael Jackson, and the one by Verdine. So the quote that I wrote says, a man's primary focus should always be on his purpose and mission in life. He should know who he is, what he wants and why he wants it before considering getting into a relationship. Why? A man who is adrift in life without focus and purpose will not be able to handle relationship challenges effectively without being certain of himself, where he is going and having a plan of action to achieve his goals. When a man feels abundant, peaceful, relaxed, focused, and happy about himself, his life, the progress he is making, and where he is going, only then will he feel like he is enough to handle the challenges of life, work, and women without losing his shit. And you can see a little bit, this guy was doing pretty well, and up until recently, When he was doing great now this situation has come up and he's like i don't know what to do i don't know how to handle this situation so it just brings up, and he's got a bunch of really good questions that he asks at the end of his email but like i said when i i wrote down these quotes i was like these are i gotta share them with you because they're really powerful and these are i mean obviously michael jackson he was the king of pop he was for a long period he was the best in the world at what he did he was an amazing dancer. He studied like all of the greats, all of the best people, all the dancers, guys like Fred Astaire, uh, Gene Kelly, Sammy Davis Jr. And it's like one of the things that Steve Jobs said, great artists steal. And that's in essence what Michael did. I, there was In this documentary, there was a part where they were interviewing Sammy Davis Jr. I think this is back from like the 1980s. And he was watching Michael Jackson and things that he was doing in his videos. And he's thinking, wait a minute. Those are some of my moves, but... He took those and he just took them to a whole other level and just – he was just fucking amazing and, and listening to Michael Jackson's mother talk, she's like right around the time he was two or three, it's just it – was, it was in his DNA that he was going to be this great singer. He loved to dance, loved to sing, loved to perform. He was just absolutely obsessed and consumed by being a musician. And obviously repetition is the mother of skill. I say it all the time. It's one of the things I learned from Tony Robbins 20 years ago. And so not only that, but what's so cool about this quote that I'm going to go through of his is like you can kind of see this. It was, like, it was like a mission statement that he wrote. It was from a letter from 1979, November 6, 1979. So I'm going to read this, this first one from Verdine White, who was a basis for Earth, Wind, and Fire. And you just see the passion and the love for music and what they were doing and why people that do really great things and become awesome and famous and known worldwide for it, it's just because their passion and their love for what they do. And he said, you got to put the work in, man. You got to put the time in. And really, man, it's love that you're putting in, you know, because people that do this kind of stuff, man. We love what we do. And if you have a chance to watch that documentary, when he says that line, we love what we do. I mean he just – you can hear it in his voice. It's just total congruency with that passion and that love. And that's – you know they were one of the world's most famous bands in the 1970s. They had a lot of really great hits that were on the radio all the time. It was because of that love and that passion. So I'm going to go through – this was actually in a letter that Michael Jackson wrote – It was during the Destiny tour. It was dated November 6, 1979 and you can see it's like he's making this transition from being this amazing star, this amazing child star musician with the Jackson 5 to the next album that came out was called Off The Wall and that was actually the name of the Spike Lee documentary. It's on Showtime. It's outstanding. You should definitely watch it. And then that album off the wall" was the album that preceded Thriller, which is like it just, you know, you can see him deciding what he's going to do. You can see the next step, which was the off the wall album and everything that led up to it. And then, like he totally embodied this fucking mission statement. I mean, it just gave me goosebumps listening to it and hearing it because this guy. I mean, I'm gonna reiterate you like he totally did that. He totally accomplished his destiny and what he set out to do. Like I remember in the '80s. I mean, I was a kid growing up. Like Thriller was like it was on everything, and like some, a lot of the songs when you go to skating rinks, they were always on. It's just like, and he was the first guy I remember during MTV. He was like the first person to spend a million dollars making a video, and everybody was like, "You're nuts!" And the, and the video just just went un just did unbelievably well. Thriller just was like it was like the most successful album of its time. And so, in this letter, this is like his personal mission statement where he just decided who he was going to become. He said, m j will be my new name. No more Michael Jackson. I want a whole new character, a whole new look. I should be a totally different person. People should never think of me as the kid who sang, ABC I want you back I should be a new incredible actor singer dancer that will shock the world I mean look at the words that he uses I will do no interviews I will be magic I will be a perfectionist a researcher a trainer a master I will be better than every great actor roped in one I must you Remember, the difference – most people say I should do this, I should do that. But when something is a must, when you decide, that's when you make it happen. He says, I must have the most incredible training system to dig and dig and dig until I find. I will study and look back on the whole world of entertainment and perfect it. Take it steps further from where the greatest left off. How fucking awesome is that? That That's just, I mean, that's that's like the moment where he just decided, I'm gonna, even all the success I had, I'm gonna become this, I'm gonna completely reinvent myself. And I'm gonna go so far beyond anything I've ever accomplished. Because a lot of people were like, oh yeah, he's a famous childhood star, that's great. You know, let's kind of run his course. And, you know, let's look for the next great act. And it's like people didn't take him seriously. And he went to Epic Records and, Obviously the rest is music history. He was an absolute fucking master of his craft. So let's get to this guy's email and go with those quotes in mind. He says, hi, Corey. How the hell are you? (laughs) Fucking awesome. I found your work when I was at the end of a shitty relationship with an ex. I was a beta male with her and at the end suffered as a result of it. I vowed never to go through that shit again. I've read your book a full eight times now so far. And even highlighted the book and taken notes along with viewing at least 300 of your videos. That is somebody who is a serious student, and that's why he's getting the results and he's doing so well. He says, I have also been doing network chiropractic care for the past three months, and man, that shit is transformational. Now, I talk about that. If you're interested in getting adjustments, I network. A network chiropractic care doctor they're located throughout the world they're not in every city but hopefully there's one near you and if you can find somebody who's level three certified i wrote an article a couple years ago called how to become more confident and sure of your actions it's like network chiropractic care is like the single greatest healing modality i've ever experienced it helped me make massive quick changes in my life and that's why i made such a fast change out of the real estate and the mortgage and construction industry into being a life coach and Tony Robbins said the same thing about network care. He said it was the most transformational healing modality that he's ever experienced in his life and as far as success seminars, it's like he's the best in the world at what he does. Nobody can even hold a candle close to his live events and if you can make it to one, I highly encourage you to go, especially like doing the UPW where you walk on fire. It's pretty awesome. He says, I'm in my mid-thirties, successful, good-looking, with an outgoing personality and never had a problem getting a girl, but I always struggled to find the right girl for a long-term relationship, someone who is a complete package. Well, Remember, I say it in my book and I say it all the time, you have to become the person you want to attract. If you want to attract the complete package, well, you got to be the complete package. It doesn't mean that you have to have all your goals accomplished and done. But it it has to mean just like I shared in the quote, you got to know who you are, where you're going, why you're going there. You have to have a plan that you're executing and you got to feel like you're making progress towards that goal. That's the important thing is because success really boils down to making progress. And if you at least feel like you're making progress towards what you want, even if it may be 5, 10, 15, 20 years ago. I mean Michael Jackson wrote that quote several years before Thriller came out and just Totally blew up his career even greater than anything he'd ever done, and he was already really successful in his life at that point. I mean, he'd been performing since he was literally three years old and had been in the public eye. So he was 11 when I was born, and I was born in 1970. And you figure he's almost 20. He was like 18, 19, 20 years old when he wrote that quote, that new mission statement. And Thriller, I think that came out in like – I think it was like 82 or 83. So it's like three to five years later before things really took off after that mission statement. Keep in mind he was already in the industry and had all the contacts. He used to sit in recording sessions with like the absolute greatest people, the most successful musicians and ask them how they put songs together. How do you write a melody? How do you write music? And he would learned from the absolute best people, guys like Quincy Jones and stuff. And so it's no accident. It's like one of the things that Tony Robbins says, success leaves clues. He studied the most successful people in the music industry and learned from them. So, I mean, when you look at it from that perspective and the fact that he loved what he was fucking doing, it's like, duh, that's why he became so successful. He was absolutely obsessed with it. He says, I'm looking for your guidance as to how to stay in my masculine and act like an alpha male when a girl I am dating is going through a rough time in her life. Well, that's the whole point. It's like what I, why I brought up those quotes and why I wrote that quote is that's the most important thing. You have to get right first. You got to take care of your shit first. You got to be in control of who you are, where you're going, what you want, why you want it, have emotionally compelling goals, and you got to feel like you're making progress. doesn't mean... All the success is done and all your goals are accomplished before then. It just means that you're on the path and you're certain of it. He says, I'm currently dating two girls, each of them for two months now. One of them I know is just a sex playmate given her background and what she brings to the table. The other one has more to offer. She comes from a loving family. Parents and siblings are high achievers just like she is. Very beautiful, confident and good hearted. Uh, in order to hold on to a woman like that, you, without losing your shit, you got to have your shit together first. That's the most important thing. Otherwise, when challenges come up, it will go sideways on you. She was very surprised with me from day one of meetings saying all the time how I am not like other guys. I implemented everything in your book, watched her actions and reactions, gave her space and time, and of course, always implemented the three H's. Hang out, have fun, and hook up. Since our first date, she would reach out to me every day, always excited to see me and always wants to see me. Well, like I teach in my book and one of the things, because I've read through this email before, this guy is not doing, he says he's still doing 75 or he's still doing 25% of the pursuing. If your girl is texting you and calling you every day, you shouldn't be texting or calling or pursuing at all. You have to let her come to you. And what you see is he's obviously really starting to like this girl because he took the time to write this email and so he hasn't backed off enough because he really likes her. And that's the influence of those old beta male super nice guy over pursuing ways. She comes from a loving family and so he still has a little bit of an unbalanced vibe and that's really what's kind of causing things to go squirrely with her. My God, it's truly amazing how women respond to this. Things have been great up until recently. She currently has her doctorate and is passionate about her field and in her profession she needs to complete three years of work in the state she is licensed. In order to be fully licensed as a doctor, she was hired by a company that would provide her hours, the hours that were needed. Unfortunately, while working at the company for three months, she had a legal situation with her boss occur on multiple occasions and it made her extremely uncomfortable. Well, it sounds like probably some kind of sexual harassment. Happens quite a bit unfortunately because there's a lot of guys out there who don't know what they're fucking doing and they're in positions of power and they think they can use that to seduce a woman. They're just terrible pickup artists. She was advised by her lawyer to no longer work there. In addition, she is pursuing further legal action against this individual for damages. This all happened about two weeks ago. Since she has left her job, it has been a total mindfuck for her as the career she envisioned may not come to fruition. Well, a delay does not mean denial. It just means you've got to change your approach. you got to be able to adapt. That weekend, she came to see me. We had an amazing weekend and even more amazing sex. I know it was that good because she couldn't stop raving about it as she never orgasms during intercourse before but did then. So with that, remember, when women feel heard and understood, the legs open, and when they don't, the legs close so at least at that moment in time you were listening to her you were opening her up she's coming over to your place physically in person remember hang out have fun hook up that has to happen in person but where he's getting in the way is he's still doing 25% of the pursuing so he starts to kind of drift back over into the emotional tampon gay male girlfriend type of realm instead of using the phone to set dates Hang out, have fun, and hook up because you should be opening her up in person. You want to be there for her in person. How to communicate with women effectively. This is Remember, this guy has been dating this girl for two months now and if he was really doing everything right, by week seven, she would have been head over heels in love with him. And Part of the problem is he's still pursuing because obviously on some level, he's still fearful. He's still afraid he's going to lose her. We hung out one other time, but she was not in the mood for sex as she was seriously depressed about her situation. As I discussed in the video, how to communicate with women effectively when they're opened up, when they've the best, one of the best things you can do, and I talk about it in that video and I write about it in my book is tell me more, what else? Don't leave anything out, and repeating some of those things back. I'm not going to go in detail because I've you know I did a whole video and it's in my book, but. You definitely need to focus more on those communication skills because that's where they come in handy. And until she goes, ah, I feel so much better. I'm so glad we talked. Like, great, baby. Come over here and sit in my lap. We'll see what pops up and kiss me. That's when the physical interaction happens. But the fact that you didn't have sex, that tells me you didn't open her up completely. It's where the communication skills are so fucking important. The pickup and the dating skills ain't going gonna, ain't gonna to get you where you need to be. You need to know the communication skills at that point. And if you're deficient in them, you're going to have problems. You're not going to be able to open her up. She's not going to feel heard. She's not going to feel understood and the legs are going to close. That's why you didn't get laid. She would tell me every day and make small talk asking for – oh she would text me every day and make small talk asking for advice and telling me how sorry she is for all this to happen just as we were getting to know each other. See, there's where he admits that he's violating the principles. Now he's become her emotional texting buddy instead of saying, well, let's get together and talk about it over dinner. You can tell me all about it. I'm real jammed up right now. I can't really talk. But obviously he really likes the girl and he's thinking, okay, well, she's blowing my phone up. And this is what happens. It happens slowly. It's like the analogy of you, you drop a frog into a hot pot of boiling water, it jumps right out. But you turn up the heat slowly. And so what's happening is the heat is getting turned up slowly. He doesn't realize that he's starting to pursue a little bit more and he's not hanging out having fun and hooking up in person. Now he's the gay male girlfriend at the other end of the phone line. He stopped doing what he was doing successfully in the beginning. He's starting to act more like a friend as opposed to her lover because he's not creating an opportunity for sex to happen. And plus he didn't open her up completely the last time they were together and he thinks well I got to be there for her and text her more. So now she starts to see you more as a friend because you really haven't opened her up and that's why she's not getting together with you. I'm not the one initiating conversation. Normally she's about 75 percent of the time. Well, it's definitely too much at this point. If you'd have been following what I teach completely, she'd be in love with you by now because you've been dating for, for two months. She would text me whenever she is with her friends saying she's talking about me and makes a kissing face and a heart again these are opportunities that you make dates and you're not doing it over the past two weeks since we saw each other she canceled one date women don't cancel dates with guys that they're in love with they cancel dates on guys that they're unsure about and they're unsure of their feelings she doesn't feel heard and understood she's not going to want to get together especially if she's going through a rough emotional time it's part of being the rock and being the mountain and you're not doing that as she had to wrap up work pending for this old employer but she called me that night to talk oh so nice you literally are drifting right over into friends zone. you're friend zoning yourself by your behavior you're, you're no longer her lover now you're just her buddy her friend last weekend her friend came into town to comfort her and to help her with the legal matter as she's a lawyer as well and this week she went to help out a friend three hours away who needed a babysitter for the week as hers was not available She's making time to go babysit three hours away, but she can't come over and see you in person. Look at her actions, dude. You're texting and talking on the phone too much, and therefore now you're becoming a backup. You're losing that bit of mystery. I think she wanted to see me. I I didn't think she wanted to see me anymore, but yesterday at the end of the day, she texted me and asked if we could see each other this upcoming weekend, so I said yes. However, I still feel that she's a bit distant with me. That's because you're not opening her up properly. You're not communicating with her properly. You're in moving into the relationship phase and you need to understand those communication skills. And until you get the, ah, I feel so much better. I'm so glad we talked. You're not done. You haven't opened her up. I've been following what you've been teaching, well at least you think you have, but I don't remember this type of situation in your book or videos. And I was hoping you could help myself and any potential viewers out. I feel lost and I don't know what to do. I don't want to lose this girl and revert to my old ways. Well, dude, you have reverted your old ways and you really haven't realized. That's what I do as a coach. I'm pointing this out to you so I can say, wake the fuck up. My questions are as follows. Number one, when a girl is going through a tough time, what should I do as a man who is just dating her? Hang to have fun and hook up. But the important thing is communicate with her in person and you're not doing that. You're just te- you're her text buddy all the time. She's driving three fucking hours away to babysit somebody else's kid instead of coming over to your place because she doesn't feel like you're her rock and her mountain anymore. The one time you were and you had the be- most spectacular sex she's ever had with orgasms and she's never had that before, you obviously did it right on that night. But afterwards, you've been falling down. That's why she's pushing you away and kind of keeping you at arm's length. And just treating you like a friend because she doesn't feel safe. She doesn't feel comfortable, especially with this issue with her former boss. Because you're acting more like the friend and that's the vibe you're giving off, that's why she's not coming over. But she did bring up making a date. But that's the important thing hang out, have fun, and hook up. The communication part is part of your having fun. And when you've opened her up, that's why hook up is always at the end of the three H's. You gotta. Follow the progression. It's the same thing over and over and over and over and guys get a little bit of a success and they throw the shit out the window and they revert right back to their old ways and that's what you're doing and you don't even realize it. The water's starting to boil around you and you're like, hey, there's bubbles in this. You're like, you're boiling to death, dude. You don't even realize it. Number three, is it cold or callous of me not to check in and send a, hey, how are you text? She's not your girlfriend, dude. And you don't do things like that for women who are blowing you off, blowing off your dates instead of rescheduling and driving three hours away to babysit somebody else's kid. So she's going where she feels safe and comfortable and she's – obviously sounds like her girlfriends are in essence taking your place and you're just kind of becoming the friend that she's kind of casually seeing every now and then. Would a girl in this situation end things with me if she feels that her life is going upside down? Only if, you're ending, if you, only if you continue to act like you are, which is the beta male, nice guy, friend, emotional tampon. But the good news is you have a date set up. Why is she acting a bit distant with me even though I am not pursuing her? Well, you said yourself in your email that 25% of the time you're pursuing her. And on top of that, the fact that you admit that you're texting and talking on the phone a lot, again, that has to happen in person. You can talk a little bit more and text a little bit more when she's in love and she's your girlfriend, but at the end of the day, it's always more effective and it's better when you do it in person. Again, you can't seduce her over the phone. You have to do it in person. And so what's happening is you're now starting to train her that you're going to be there for her. And If there's another guy in her life who is a little more masculine and and knows how to do this better, she will gravitate more towards him and spend her time with that guy and be his lover and that's instead of being with you. Why did she not want to have sex the last time I saw her? Because she didn't feel heard and understood. You didn't communicate with her properly. Google Corey Wayne, how to communicate with women effectively and also read the latter half of the book where I talk about all these relationship skills. Review the 10 disciplines of love stop pursuing her, let her do 100% of it at this point and you just set dates when you hear from her. Just say, I'd love to talk to you. but I can't but let's get together in person. But you have a date set up this weekend that's good. So be fucking busy because you're doing the exact opposite of what you were doing in the beginning. You're being too easy, too available, too much of a nice guy and you're in a fearful state which you admit that you're you're afraid of losing her. So you're thinking, oh, I got to be there for her and talk to her on the phone. What other words of advice do you have for me? Keep reading the book. Again, I would focus on the relationship skills at this point. But the good news is you have a date set up. She's asked for it, so it's her idea. So the likelihood that she cancels that is very low. So like I said, when she comes over, hang out, have fun, hook up. Again, you have to communicate with women in person, not over the phone. Again, she's not your girlfriend yet. She hasn't asked to be exclusive then that's just a result of a lack of communicating properly and becoming the gay male girlfriend or the emotional tampon on the phone by texting and chit-chatting all the time. You're violating the principles. Remember, one of the cardinal rules in my book is the phone is for setting dates. But instead, you're becoming her therapist. And that's a quick way to friend zone, dude. So you better get your shit together if you want to turn this around. So if you would like to get my help personally, go to my website, click the products tab at the top of your screen and just follow – it will be on the top of your page on any page of my website and just follow whatever instructions whether you want to book email coaching or phone coaching and book the option that's best for you and I will talk to you soon.